Welcome to the Scale Up Your Business podcast. In this podcast, we talk about what it takes to go from startup to scale up and beyond. How to significantly grow your business, create freedom, build wealth, and live life on your terms. Featuring some very special guests and experts to give you advice and direction on your journey. And now, introducing your host, entrepreneur, investor, and scale-up specialist, Nick Bradley. Hi, everyone. Nick Bradley here. Welcome to Scale Up Your Business. Today, 15 minutes to action, we're going to talk about one of my favorite topics, and that is the topic of optimal performance. Now, this is probably a little bit different because I do tend to go around the broadest possible spectrum, if you like, of, of things that can improve the business things that can improve you actually in terms of your mindset and your leadership. And if you're getting to the crux of leadership strategy, what does it take to really scale a business, to to get it to a point where you can sell it, where you can create value? Well, there's a point when you are in the journey, when you've gone from startup into scale up, you're on that, that sort of really precise edge that you're going to be thinking about this performance optimization, what I call optimal performance. And it does, in my opinion, get a little bit militant here because I've mentioned before that one of the key things about creating valuable businesses going from startup to scale up, it's about you know leadership, building teams, it's about process and structure. It's actually about how you bring those things together because the more that you can think about them as being in unison, operating together because the sum of the parts, if you like, is going to make it much more effective, then you are going to be able to not only scale more quickly, but you're going to be able to create more value from the business that you are scaling. So it's one of my favorite topics because it's not something that you necessarily need to think about at the beginning. Uh, You should always be looking to improve. You should always be looking to make incremental gains in your business. But optimum performance is really something that you focus on towards that latter stage when everything else, let's, let's call it the foundations, are already there and in place. So I'm going to go through five things today and then a little bit of a perspective on what I think more generally about this topic. But the best way to think of this is there's a big difference between success and the achievement of success. So if you think about it like this, success is the product, the other one is the process. Um, So, you know, if you want to achieve success, you've got to have a process around it. And it it depends, you know, that what success looks like differs for different people, what your objectives are, what you're trying to ultimately build. But you can't, in my opinion, consider success just as the end game. It's actually more the byproduct of aligning all your intentions with absolute precision to achieve a number of actions. Okay, so let me go through, I think, what are the key components of this and the things that need to be put in place. And some of this, you know, people sort of say to me that one of the things they like about Scale Up Your Business is that a lot of what I say is consistent. And I wouldn't say it goes as far as to say it's repetitive, but I have different ways of articulating the key components the components of of growth scale up to value creation how to you know build a a business to exit it's not massive you know rocket science stuff but it's how you actually put things together that make the difference okay so let's kick into it i know it's only 15 minutes so the first one is goal setting 
goal setting, absolutely crucial. I've talked about this at a personal level over the last few weeks. We are launching this episode at the beginning of 2021. And it's not really about setting one mammoth size goal and hoping to achieve it. That's rarely effective. You've got to think of it down in terms of breaking things down into sort of more smaller micro elements. And when you add up those small things, you know, small habits in many ways, done repeatedly, small milestones done repeatedly, they will eventually lead you to the larger goals, to the larger outcomes. So for me, the small goals I set for myself um, are really just the things that are going to get me moving forward. So the best way to talk about this is when you go through routines. So if I get up in the morning and I go for a run and I do my, my normal routine, which has got meditation in it, looking at my goals. Um, I also do some reading in the morning. I always try and learn something new before I officially start my day. That compounds, right? That builds over time. And let's say I've got a goal. I want to run a half marathon, a marathon, ultra marathon. I want to lose weight. It's not going to be the one run that's going to do it. It's also going to not be the marathon that does it. It's going to be the stuff that I do every single day that compounds to achieving that. And it's exactly the same in business. So you may, those of you who are Prolific listeners to scale up your business will know that I talk about 90-day cadence. I talk about planning your week on a Sunday. I talk about having a diary that's absolutely clearly aligned to the outcomes that you want to achieve over the next 90 days. And then obviously we talk about performance routines and habits. All of it is a process. All of it is a system. If you want to get success, you need to have both. The goal may be the vision, the thing you want to achieve, but the process is what's going to make it happen. Okay, so that's the first piece. Anything in your life, but certainly in business, you've got to have a rigorous intention around goal setting. Okay, so the next one is focusing really on what you can affect. So I talk a lot, again, about focus. I use the word precision a lot. And that sort of also comes down to the idea around, you know, where you put your attention So the way to think about this a little bit is how many times throughout the day do you let distractions into your life, into your field of view? And the word let's an important word here because distractions are a choice. Procrastination is a choice. It takes discipline to remain focused. Now, there are many hacks around how you can do that. You can do time blocking. There are things on your computer which can stop notifications coming up. But you've really got to think about exactly kind of what's going on here so you know, it's, let me give you an example of this so if, let's say for example you're, you're driving a car and you are stuck in the slow lane and you've got you know drivers going past you you know and you're getting upset you know you're saying well you know i'm i'm in the slow lane people are going past me you know you can't really unless you change lanes you can't really affect that so there's no point in getting upset about it right all you can do is do okay take action make a decision take action but you can't change, you know, what the, the, the situation is around you unless you do that. And then there are some things that you can't control. I'm a massive advocate for not, you know, li- literally watching the news, listening to the news, and certainly don't do it continuously. Like I might listen to it once a day and I know exactly when I'm doing it and why I'm doing it. Just to kind of catch up on stuff. There's a lot going on in the world right now. But what I won't do is let what's going on affect my emotional state. So a lot of people are out there and they're going, you know, we're still in COVID. There's, you know, where I'm living in the UK, there's lockdowns all over the place, homeschooling, all this sort of stuff. And lots of people are getting upset about it. And, you know, well, you know, why is this happening? And I get it, right? It's an emotional reaction to everything. But I can't control it. 
you know, I may not agree with it. I may think there are different ways of doing things, but I can't really control it. What I can do is I can control how I spend my time. I can ins- I control exactly what I'm focused on and I can choose, and this is important, I can choose to focus on the positive things, the momentum, the the goals that I can push forward with as opposed to the things that I can't do. Okay, so I've talked about focus as a superpower a lot. This is a slightly different angle on this. But the more that you can focus on the positive things that are going to achieve the result and letting go of the things that you can't control, the better your success is going to be. And again, this is all part of the process. Okay. Third one is visualize. It comes under vision to some extent and routinize. Okay. So again, this comes back a little bit to habits. So discipline it's, it's an interesting one. I, I often say one of my affirmations in the morning is discipline equals freedom from Jocko Willink, actually. And I really love his book and, and what he what he stands for. And it's got a kind of Navy SEAL component to it. But discipline is not necessarily something to adopt. It's something that entails willpower. And it's like anything. I like to think of it like muscles. They get tired, which means that you can you can kind of, after a while, just kind of give in. And... The, the thing here is you need to sort of create enough um, enough behind what you're trying to do, that, that sometimes called the why, you know, Simon Sinek talks about this, to to effectively mean that you are not going to allow a lack of discipline to stop you achieving what you are trying to ultimately get from success. So that's one thing. And the way to do it is to then bring in the routine because the routine has to become something which is second nature. It's it's ingrained in your, let's call it your muscle memory. And like breathing, you have to remember it's not something you need to do. Now, there's different schools of thought again on this. Some people say it takes 21 days to, to embed a habit. Uh, some of the latest thinking is actually, I think, 66 or 67 days. I tend to think it's probably more the latter. Uh, 21 days doesn't feel enough because you, you have to, in many, many ways, sort of program yourself differently. And you need to start to think about what it feels like. So it's an emotional thing as much to anything else. So if you're in your business right now and you're not getting the success, just have a think about what you are visualizing in terms of what you are trying to achieve and whether you have routines that are aligned to that. Now, I'm going to say something that may be a little bit controversial. Uh, and it's about you know the choices around drinking, around alcohol. Now, I, I personally think that alcohol and entrepreneurship are a really tough mix. It's a bit like oil and water. They don't go well together. And the reason for that is to stay focused, to stay, to stay disciplined, to have routines and habits that drive optimal performance. You don't want anything clouding you. Now, that doesn't mean that I don't enjoy a beer or a glass of wine, but what I'm not doing is making that something that I do regularly because then it becomes a routine. It becomes a habit, which is not a performance habit. And if I want to you know, build a hundred million pound empire in the next few years, which is you know, one of my goals... I am not going to you know, do something for the instant gratification, which is going to take me backwards consistently to achieving that goal. So again, think about that. The routines, often routines equal the results you get in life, and they are the secret to uh, starting to really create a discipline, a really intentional discipline in how you do things. Okay, the fourth one around optimal performance is I'm going to call it effective thinking, and that refers to the thoughts that go through your mind during really challenging times. So it's kind of the little voice in your head that tells you you're no good, 
you know, you can't do that. I'm too nervous, whatever it is. And we've all had it, right? We all have this. It's like the subconscious brain talking to us. But you've got to be really clear that our thoughts drive our emotions and they drive our behavior. They drive our actions. And what we tell ourselves has significant consequences in terms of how we show up. So you've got to really think about this and the brain will find whatever it looks for. So how you phrase your words, you know, your language has your narrative has a direct implication on the, what the brain searches for. So if you say you're not good at something, that's where the focus will be. If it's negative, then that's exactly what will come up. So that's why things like affirmations and that's why things like incantations are just so critical because you've got to reprogram that stuff in your brain. It's super, super important that if you if you start your day, particularly with that positivity, it makes a massive difference in terms of how you do everything else. Okay, so it doesn't get enough. I could probably do a whole 15 minutes just on thinking and asking great questions. But don't, you know, think that this is hoo-hoo. Don't think this is like, you know, oh, Nick doesn't know what he's talking about. This is super critical stuff. Okay, last one. Last one is values. Values so important. Personal values, values in your business. And values aren't just like, you know, corny names on a wall like integrity and honesty and all that stuff. It's your character. It's your standards. You know, it's how you hire. It's how you fire. It's how you think about competence and, and overall performance. And if you think about it, like the way I like to think about this is your personal values need to become very, very clearly aligned with what you're creating in a business. Now, you know, it's often said that how you do anything is how you do everything. And I believe that as well. So and this is also why you see um, businesses that have got very strong values underneath them do particularly well. And that's when you see values that aren't fully aligned or, again, probably positive can also bring a company down. So Uber in, in recent memory is that where their values weren't aligned and then the leadership were making decisions which which started to bring everything backwards and you know the, the business was in a lot of trouble. So when you're thinking about optimal performance, you've got to have values or values centered in the thread of everything you're doing. So it's a process in many ways because you need to decide what they are and you need to live them daily. So again, it comes back to habits and routines and all those things, but you can't survive without them. So I, I don't want people to think that I'm suggesting that this is something you do in the last hurdle. You do your values at the end. The values are actually at the beginning. The reason I put it here in terms of optimal performance is that sometimes people forget what they are. And if they forget what they are, that's when things can go array. So as I finish this last point I really want to make is you've got to think about optimal performance in terms of it's a it's a long race, right? You know, growing and scaling a business to exit is, is definitely not a sprint. You've got to pace yourself. Um, but the headline here, more than anything else, is, is discipline. It really is discipline. I often say, and I open this up, like, you know, it's not rocket science. We know what we should be doing across most areas of our life. And certainly if you get a coach or a mentor, you're going to get that. But the stuff that I've gone through today, none of it is hard to comprehend, it's just that most people don't do it. Okay, so that's the message for today. Optimal performance, goal setting, focusing on what you can and cannot affect, visualizing, having routines, being really intentional with your thinking, making sure it's effective, it's positive, and having values interwoven across everything you do. Again, both personally, but in the business. That is today's message. Have a think about it. Have a think about it in the context of your business and go away and take some action. As I always say, be grateful, be brave, 
Have faith and show up. Bye for now. And there you have it, another episode of Scale Up Your Business. Thank you very much for listening. And if you haven't yet, please leave a review on Apple Podcasts. It really does help the show become even better. And while you're there, make sure you hit that subscribe button to help you on your scale up journey. Now, perhaps you're thinking of growing and scaling your business. Perhaps now is the time. If that's you, then please check out suyb.global. That's where we have all of our programs, including the Growth Accelerator Partnership, the Maximize Value Partnership, all of our services, and of course, coaching and mentoring. Once again, be grateful, be brave, have faith, and show up. Until next time.